0: to let you know when a segment of recording has been removed until we resume gaming. Episode 81. Okay. So when last we left the villain...
1: Yep. He was um, endeavouring to take care of the traitors that seems to mysteriously be coughing up in his very midst. Yep. It's like people don't know what's good for them.
0: After five years of savage conquest against the River Kingdoms... Uh,
1: Necessary, just conquest. Very,
0: very true, yes. Um... In order to get revenge for Tristan's mysterious death, uh, you have done what you had to do, and now it seems that Svetlana, Corwin, and Vaughn have betrayed you. And Corwin has walked into the room, said, I can't believe what you've done, but you changed my fate, and not for the better. I wish I'd never met you. Now I'll do what I have to Your time is up. His hand begins to glow with that red, dark magic you have come to associate with him. And that should confuse the shit out of anyone who didn't listen to the last episode. Roll for initiative.
1: Yep, and Caelan gets, or so we shall call him, gets an 18.
0: Uh, Svetlana gets a 19.
1: Very nice. Uh...
0: Corwin isn't really ready for this. He gets a four. Yep. Uh, and Vaughn
1: gets a seventeen. There we go. Sweet lad. So, Caelan has made his big speech, which I wanted to take to reprise. Yep. But he has also uh, is, if not actually having done so, given it's the surprise uh, either the surprise round or whoever's going first. He is clearly moving to get up off his throne, draw his grape sword, and commence the cleaving. Yeah.
0: So. No, there is not a surprise round here. Well, yep. you weren't expecting this per se. They've, all three of these um, traitors have clearly had to muster the courage to face you. Mm. So by the time they actually get round to acting, they've utilised their surprise round essentially coming in. Yeah. Then we go to Svetlana. Lana. That's the first one up. She says to you, I don't wish... I don't wish to do this, Caelan. But, Bryn, this can't go on. You can't just keep her like that. The old Caelan would have known better before you changed. But then, the old Caelan would have mourned for old Egg's death. How many years has it been since you bulldozed this grave? Since you said it no longer mattered? I should have known then. I did not then. But I waited and waited until the time was right. And now I will do what I must. What you would have wanted me to. And she will duck around behind a pillar, throw her hands out at you, and thin white strands begin to spin from them and fly across towards you, and can you make me a reflex save? very best save.
1: Uh, Fortitude's still my very best save.
0: Yeah, of course it is. That's uh, what I mean. Reflex is your worst save. Uh,
1: I see it is. Uh, because
0: unfortunately your dex is still crap, even as an 18th level character. I see that. You could have put points into it. I think I actually did. The, put no, he has. Yes,
1: he's got a rank in dex. Yeah. It's very exciting.
0: Yeah, but there were points that needed to go into strength and calm and other, you know, Orvin baney stuff. Yep.
1: So that is a 27.
0: Okay. And she raises up her hands and spins these light fragments of silk against you, soft she was always soft and very, ra- but very rapidly they become thicker and thicker and you are suddenly surrounded by sticky webs partially sticking you to your throne uh, you are entangled but not actually stuck you can just walk out of this
1: I've got permanent freedom of m- movement thanks to Orphan Bay.
0: Ah, yeah, true, but she doesn't actually know that. Yeah, it's so. quite true.
1: But uh, it will come up very shortly. Yep. Alright, is she doing anything else? No,
0: that is her action. She moves and takes a standard to cast web on you.
1: Kill will um, laugh in a um, fierce and fairly menacing fashion as he just stands up. You shouldn't have done that. And completely ignores her yep. but you're not the threat here 15, 15 20 25 30 35 and he moves
0: really fast yep yeah keep in mind Vaughn probably has a moderate impression of what you can do you what you can currently do having seen you fight several times Corwin would not at all because he left basically as soon as you almost as soon as you came back from the trial grounds and Svetlana has been out of the business of war because well she's soft and weak
1: yes so, Cannon will, 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 will move straight up to Corwin and unleash a vicious um, collection of face stabbings. Yep,
0: you only get one because you've moved. Ah, uh, yes, of course. So, um, But you do have Vital Strike, so you double the, the 2d6 to 4d6 when you're only making a standard attack.
1: Okay, good to know. Um, and can I cleave? Yes. Yep,
0: so I'm going to yes, cleave. Yes, you possess Power Attack Cleave and Great Cleave.
1: I'm going to cleave Varn. Alright, that was poor It will be enough, however um, That's a 32
0: So you're hitting core one? Yes Okay, so it slices into his adamantine armor um, Does seem a little tougher than you might expect But nonetheless, the mighty blow just cuts straight into his armor
1: Sweet And we will break out the uh, 27 points of damage
0: Yep Remembering that you're rolling 4d6 instead of 2d6. Oh, my, a step. my
1: apologies, sorry. Uh, and an additional 4. So 31. And then um, I will make a cleave attempt on Vaan at the minus 2. Yep. Uh, which means I'm only rolling a 26. Yep. Do I get the vital strike bonus on my cleave, or...? Uh,
0: No, it's only when you're making a normal standard attack, so not attacks of opportunity, blah, 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 blah. All
1: right, actually, hang on. As the blade draws Corwin's blood, yep. it drinks the blood in. Yep, but uh, you
0: need to take a move, actually. Uh, that's what I thought,
1: but money. I'm just drawing my... Uh, even though I'm stabbing Vaan, it still drinks Corwin's blood, right? I can use that ability? Correct. Cool he's the one I want to activate that ability against. Okay, and then for Vaan, I get a... Um, 30... Uh, uh, it's a 40.
0: Yeah. So, you know, it's been several, several years since you last actually fought Vaan and Ernest. Heck, the last time must have been around his wedding. Um, you... Was stronger than him then, and you're much stronger than him now. He's he tries to move quickly and bring his Eldory sword up, his blade of House Thorn. That your blade is, of course, far mightier than his, you just smash his blade aside and wallop him.
1: All right, and
0: that is uh, twenty-four for Vaughn. Yep, He is under the blow.
1: And that is Caleb's round.
0: All right. Then it's barn. Um, looks at you. I understand you, you felt like someone should pay for Tristan's death. I felt like that for the longest time too. But how long does it go on? I'm not entirely convinced of what last told me. Even with Corwin... Communing with the gods directly, I still can't believe you'd kill your own brother. But I also can't believe you'll throw our kingdom into war after war after war. Brevoy is where we came from. You can't conquer it as well. You can't just continue to conquer until all the river kingdoms are under your boot. You, of course, have exactly this plan, and then there's the whole world as yeah. well if you get there. And as he's saying this to you, he ducks under your blade with contemptuous ease. Tumbling around behind you to flank you. Yep. Uh, only to discover you now have a bajillion levels in barbarian and can't be flanked by uh, yes. because he need he would need to have fourteen levels in rogue to successfully flank you, yeah. which he does not. Yeah, to said. Uh, so he ducks under, brings the eldritch sword up, and you can actually trivially keep your eyes on both of them and keep dodging. <laughs> Nonetheless, he will endeavour to stab you. Uh, That is a 23 to hit. Which effortlessly does it. But he is also going to pull his blow defensively. Ah, yep. As he is prone to do. Um, Which still doesn't make him miss, so that's easy. Uh, As the blade of House Thorn bites into you... it seems to sting extra across your flesh more than you were expecting. He doesn't manage the vital shot that he's looking for down into your spine with Corwin on the other side, but nonetheless, his blade stings of magic of some kind. Uh, doesn't sting all that much, i got to say. I uh, have nine points of damage.
1: Oh, poor one. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's a lot of ones on his, on his rolls.
1: Yeah. Alright, and that doesn't take Caleb under the 200 mark. No. I don't think this fight is going to go their way somehow.
0: Then it's Corwin. All
1: right. So um, as um, as Van stabs Kalen, Kalen growls at him without really looking at, without really taking his eyes off Corwin. Well, I didn't come from bloody bravoy, lad. I came from. I didn't come from bloody bravoy, I came from Belzen.
0: Can you roll me a d twenty? Well, this is occurring? What did you roll? Sixteen, evening?
1: sorry, sixteen.
0: Thank you. Um, sorry, I'm a bit overexcited. Yes, yes. And you think back to the days of Corwin, when he was just the guy that came down with Keston Garrus to help you clear out the bandits. He seemed to almost have a death wish then, you've come to understand why. Obviously he's come now to fulfill it. You've You've been itching for this, it's... It, it actually is itching. Your hands, for some reason, being around... The closer you get to Corwin, they just... They kind of hurt. It feels like Van stabbed you in the hands, but he didn't. He slashed you across the chest, likely. You put your hands vaguely in the way. When you look at them, they haven't actually been touched, but... They hurt. It's not enough to worry you, because you're pretty hard-ass. Uh, but... It's definitely noticeable. It's like someone jabbing daggers into your backs of your hands. Uh, you also might want to note that you have DR2 against everything. Ah, I yes, very, very true. I um, noted it on my character sheet because it wasn't there. Yep. I'll I will
1: write it down in front of me. Um, is, is it possible is to surmount that barbarian DR, or is it just kind of blanket?
0: Uh, it's blanket against everything. Magic will surmount it. Right. But it's it's DR-any, dash everything. Right, yeah. So it, it can't be surmounted by any sort of physical blow. Right, Magic yeah. goes go straight around it. Right, gotcha. Um, yeah. Look at yourself. You know this is wrong. You know this is not what it's meant to be. This is not what your fate was. You've changed it. And for the worse. I'm here to do what I have to to set it back on the right course. Regardless of what old Gorham thinks. Let him see if he can cheat my lady. And he reaches out to you with a hand and endeavors to make a touch attack on you, which I think will do with spectacular ease. Yeah, I like
1: still say. touch AC is probably
0: better than Caelan. No, than, uh, it, it totally worse lotus. now because your still stinks and you're raging. Yeah. Your touch AC is now a whopping nine. Yeah. Uh, Corwin touches you. And as he does so, um, the sword seems to move of its own volition and just sort of absorb, tries to absorb the energy off the spell and Orvin Bane's special spell magic ability goes off. Yep. Roll the a d20 and add 20 to it. Uh, 31. Okay, so that will this is up against a difficulty of it's Okay, so as he reaches out to you with this the magic simply is absorbed into the blade and passes off harmlessly. Corwin looks resigned and...
1: Looks like he can.
0: <laughs> ...holds and holds up his morning star towards run the metal spike. Yep. Which he no longer appears to have. Interesting. Uh, and that is Corwin. Yep. We go to Svetlana, who yep. readies an action. Okay. Over to you. So push your slide to the side. Uh, sure thing. On the
1: initiative tracker. Yep. And Kaelin, um these boys have not come equipped for this
0: fight. So it's technically, she can't quite see you, so she will move five foot and in action. Yep. Um, Caelan will um,
1: cleave, cleave uh, will attack Corwin. Yep. Uh, yeah, um, yeah Carolyn will full attack
0: Corwin. Yeah. It must be said, he does look more loaded f- like he's come for this fight. He's got his adamantine armour, he's got a morning star and no nettle spike, and he has actually got a shield on. Because yep. AC is probably higher than what you're used to, it's just not you the player. Yeah, it's
1: just not high enough.
0: <laughs> Alrighty. Oh, wait, actually, no.
1: Um, what I'm going to do um, is I'm going to use my move, move action. action. I dwarf ground Orvin Bane. Uh, I, I ground Orven Bane. Yeah, you've had some of it, but you want the rest, don't you? Come on, get in there. And Orvin Blaine lights up yep. with its dwarven... Hungry, dwarf- for uh, hungry for the taste of dwarf. Hungry uh, for the taste of
0: dwarf. You're now adding two to all of your attack rolls. Cool. 2d6 then then plus 2 to your damage. I've got it. Thank you. Sorry about that.
1: Alright, so plus 2, plus 2 attack, attack 2d6. Damage.
0: I'm sure it doesn't matter to you, but because you're raging, you're barred from doing anything particularly clever here. You can't yep. use like combat expertise Yeah, bi- no, graphic. I looked at Cal- I looked
1: at what I looked at what raging bars you yeah. from and absolutely none of it is stuff Corinne routinely yeah, does yeah, in combat. It's hard to argue with. Um so what I'm gonna do then is make a single attack on Corwin because yep. again I used my um I, I used my move action so I can't full attack. Yep. So I'm just going to make one big hit. But because I'm making a single attack, I can use
0: Vital, vital Strike. Vital yes. So it, it, it hits... Yeah, the theory it. is Vital Strike is not as good as making a full attack, but it's, yeah. it's what you've got. All
1: right, so it's um, 34 to hit him this time. Yep, you do. Okay, and then it is mini D6. Yeah,
0: you've got that that 18th little martial thing going on. You're just going to whop these guys every time, at least with your first attack. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I could
1: use the calculator if you're not using it. um, adding seventeen to everything gets a bit um, mentally fatiguing. Okay, this is not going to be cool today. All right, so that is seventeen plus two plus
0: seventeen is um, thirty-six. Okay. Thus far, taken sixty-seven points of damage. Yep. He, it must be said, uh, the adamantite is absorbing a little yep. bit of Um It must be said, he still looks pretty okay. Yeah, Corwin looks like he might have gained a couple of levels over the years as well. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. And then I will clear Varn.
1: Ooh, crit threat Van.
0: Yep, with your improved crit greatsword.
1: Well, it's a 20. It's a 20. I rolled a 20 yep. on the dice, so I'm going to try and confirm Uh Yeah, I rolled a 19. I confirm, crit Vaughn.
0: Yep, good thing he's got his combat expertise up. Yep. All
1: right, and that was poor damage, which is probably just as well for his continued existence for another round. Um, So that is a meagre 42 points of damage for Vaughn.
0: Good God. (laughs) You built this character, I'm just playing him. He staggers under the force of the blow... Moves, dances back at the last second and just parries your blow. Uh, by which I mean he puts the sword between Orvid Bane and his chest and pushes off enough of the force that you merely slash a huge gout across his across his chest as opposed to cutting his heart out clean. He's still alive. Technically.
1: And, and, and um, we'll stare at him in confusion for a moment as though the words, what Vaughn said several rounds ago, yep. are just catching up with him. I would never kill Christum. I didn't do that. I don't know what Maggie's got into your head, Ed, but it's it's not too late. Ed, 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 you've um, you've worked hard for me. Ed, you can still surrender. And Kaylin looks at glances over Corn. He's going down, but you you and the girl can still walk away from this. Not for very much longer, though, because you're going to be dead soon
0: to bring me on board. I demanded the answer from the Lady of Fates herself who killed Tristan. Was it you? He told me yes. He... 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 And Van seems to look confused. He seems to look confused as if he's now trying to assess whether or not this might have been a lie... And can you give me a sense motive plus your base attack bonus? Base attack, I think, is something fucking horrific. Yeah, it is. Um, My
1: sense motive, on the other hand, is garbage. Um,
0: So, And I rolled poor. Yeah, Bart's going to cane you. Yeah, 23. He's rolled a 20.
1: Yeah. For some reason...
0: God, he still doesn't cane you. (laughs) This is quite the level disparity here. He beats you. Yeah. Yeah. And for a moment, you were kind of suckered by this. You think, you know, if he's about to surrender and start turning your attention elsewhere. Yeah. And then he hamstrings you. Uh, This is an improved feint, and it goes past your improved uncanny dodge, because he's not getting a sneak attack from flanking. Yep. Uh, He will still fight defensively on the basis that it's got to do him some good at some point. Yeah, yeah, well, certainly it'll help him if I full attack him, which... Uh, He will crit threat you. Yep. And confirm the crit with ease. Yep.
1: Does Katelyn look worried?
0: No, no, he does not. Probably not. (laughs) Uh, So that is... Plus that. Plus... This will actually not be enough bad. Uh, That is 42 points of damage.
1: Very nice. Katelyn takes a sword of 40.
0: Crit plus a sneak attack.
1: Yep. There we are. He's under 200 and a decent chunk under 200. Only about another 12 of those and he'll really be in some trouble.
0: Yep. And Corwin looks across across at you. I I would ne'er lie about such a thing. Not now. Not ever. You may not have been in your right mind when you did it lad but the lady says you did. I thought I knew it, even then. I just didn't want to face it. I didn't want to face that this was what I'd been kept alive for all these years. I thought I was here to help you, not to kill you. But I see now this is the help you need. Uh, Cast defensively with ease, his hand begins to glow again. Touches you with ease. These are pretty damn trivial. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And as he touches you... um, Orvin Bain's dispel magic goes off, and this time Svetlana's redaction goes off as she says no, closes her hands, begins to mumble furiously as she endeavors to dispel your dispel.
1: Oh neat! What a clever idea. So how does that work? Uh,
0: she makes a dispel check against Orvin Bane's caster level. Yeah. Um, because it's an object, it just has a... it has It's 20. A ball, which is 20. Yeah. So it's reasonably hardcore. And if she succeeds on that, your dispel doesn't go off, period. The spell yeah. is simply countered. Which is easier than Corwin's spell getting through in the first place. Yeah. Ooh, and she is totally going to do that. She will yep. beat 20 by a moderate margin. As Corwin touches you, Orvin Bane seems to be absorbing.
1: Does she come in an initiative here, after uh, it's a readied action, or does she just come back in here?
0: Uh, now, let's see. Technically, she goes before Corwin, because his action is what precedes this. Yep. Your dispel is a reaction to what he is doing. Yep. So, Orvin Bane seems to drink the magic that he is putting in for a moment. And then the blade flickers and dulls, and for a moment in your hands it just feels like a perfectly ordinary greatsword. And then Khorne's attack touches you. And now can you make me a will save as you feel the horrible touch of death course all over you yep. as negative energy drains you violently?
1: Good stuff, team. Alright, and that is a 19. Woohoo, <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, hang on. No, oh, wait. Uh, no, it's not. Sorry, it's a 29. Bucker. Sorry, I so- apologise for getting your hopes up I just did the math wrong Oh, I was all so excited, Corwin was
0: about to <laughs> Okay, then Can you take So This blow rips through you You ground yourself And steal your iron will As you can feel your very life being drained out Into Corwin's hands and you focus yourself and save for half, so take 75 points of damage.
1: Oh, me! Goatee! As, right, that... as he
0: casts harm on you.
1: Yep, that will hurt. All right, yeah. uh, Passing the save, failing the save is 150 points of damage. Oh, that would have been nasty. Oh, there we go, and Kaelin is down under 100. He yep. doesn't get DR against this, does he? No. No.
0: Yep, The only thing you get against it is the will save.
1: And Carolyn looks, you know, horrifically hurt. Which, in all fairness, only brings him down to his previous... It's normal in total, but it was still a
0: hell of a plot. I told you that. The lady says, your time is up. And back to you. And, man, whatever he's done hurts. Your body is racked with pain. But your hands, especially, it's like something digging inside the skin now. You're not about to drop Orvenbane no. because you would never ever drop no. Orvindbane but it's there. And
1: Kalen looks kind of shocked for a moment. Um... And it, it seems to be almost sorting through his responses. Yeah,
0: it's the first time you've been challenged like this for some significant time. And, and
1: then he, um, shakes it off. And, um, looks, and, um, that was a good blow. But you won't strike another, and Kaelin full attacks Korn. Yep.
0: Yep. <laughs> going to have a bad day there's not much you can do about this
1: yeah
0: he can stop and heal himself but um pretend he's healing himself turn he's not casting harm on you yeah alright so first shot
1: um goes in at um uh 35 yep um shall I just see if they hit and then roll or shall, or shall I roll the uh, I uh, no, it.
0: that's that's fine. You can do it once, because I'll just give corners DR as many times as I need to. Yeah, all
1: right. So, first hit. Yep, hit. Um, second one um, is a 30. Hit. Hit. Third one is a uh, 33. Hit. And the fourth one is a, this will probably miss, is a 22. That one corn gets a
0: shield and armor in the way.
1: Okay, so it's three lots of
0: 2d6 I'm, plus 17. I'm perfectly happy if you just want to roll once and triple it.
1: Yeah, that sounds
0: good. That makes less dice rolling for you. Alrighty, so... Then I'll give him DR9 against it.
1: Yeah, sounds reasonable. Okay, so 9 plus 3 plus 3 is 15 plus... 32 times 3 is 96 points of damage. Oh!
0: It's oh. uh, 70, 160 and he is still standing but only just.
1: Now, um, how many do I get to Cleave one with each successful hit on corn, or just the uh,
0: first one. You're only allowed to cleave him a maximum of once per turn. So yep. if you miss him for whatever reason, then you can have another go and another go. Yeah. But as soon as you hit the first one, you're done.
1: Okay, I'm rolling my cleave on Van. Yeah. Um, okay, and that's a um, fucking epic
0: shitload. Yeah. I'm perfectly willing to concede that you hit him rolling 18s and 19s and things alright
1: however that is a much more meet amount of damage and is a mere
0: mere 21 okay so you throw your fury into Corwin and slice him with the first blow and almost casually like the warrior born that you are swing with the black blow cleave round to Vaan, and then immediately the tension is back on Corwin you hit him twice more before he finally gets his shield up and parries away the last blow he staggers horribly, blood drenching through his beard. And then you hear the thud from behind you. And when you look round, Varna's is lying on the ground. Um, he has been slashed across the, across the upper part of his stomach and has just fallen over clean and is not moving in any way or breathing. He's very dead. And can Caleb make me a will save?
1: Uh, that's a... Uh, Twenty-one.
0: Okay, so... For a moment, you look at this and... Like... You, you just killed your brother. I mean, you you had to, right? But but you killed your brother. And then some other part of your mind is simultaneously telling you that you need to keep your mind on Corwin on the battle because this is the most challenging fight you've had since since... Probably since the clockwork... Since you killed the clockwork king. And then... You just... Your mind goes off on a little tangent... You can't really remember... How you killed the clockwork king. You fought him with Orphanbane, And you fought him in a sword fight and killed him. But... You have no assessment of how strong he was... Versus Corwin. You can't remember him doing anything in particular... You know, he had no special sword tricks or anything memorable about him, he had a sword and some armour and you bashed each other with swords until he fell down. And and that was it. And that pain in your hands is just blinding now, and you end up dropping orphan Bane. Oh Yep. As this haze of strange sort of memories come over your mind you still another one you will notice on this is just (laughs) chaotic mess of memory you still don't miss on natural ones you can still feel that your your fey given grace and that is still there but Nerissa is no longer your ally because she's a weakling who desires peace but but yet you still have her gift but but yet and you kill Vaan and oh god your hands and then Svetlana readies another action (laughs) yep as she looks down at Varn, tears begin to run down her face, and she steals herself. I will do what must be done. And begins to gather energy together. She readies an action again, and Corwin endeavours to poke you with another harm. Yeah. Uh, concentrates. Touches you. Uh, Svetlana endeavours to dispel your dispel, uh, And she will not succeed at that one. So okay. Ormond Bane gets a spell shot against Corwin.
1: Uh, Orvin Bane gets a 29
0: uh, Buggity That is Just going to do it Yeah. And the energy bleeds Hang off on no end. wait Carolyn's not holding Orwin. Oh yeah very true Yeah no so uh, uh, Lana will actually Take a read action Keep a read action anyway Yeah yeah On the basis that it's probably What she can do here Yeah Ah uh, so Corwin touches you successfully Yeah. Can you make me a will save Yep
1: yeah.
0: Uh Lot Oh good only another 75 points of damage. Very nice.
1: Okay, and Kalen is down to 20.
0: Uh, 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 uh. I would merely like you to give me how you look generally in the same way I give you the monsters. You're okay. on the verge of death, you're fine. You're... Okay.
1: Um, Kalen looks like he could still keep going a little while, yep. but um, he looks... But compared to the start of the fight, he looks totally horrible. Like, most of the most of his ridiculous barbarian vitality has been drained out of him, but a stubborn core is still, a, a stubborn small amount is still there.
0: That's probably about, um, that, that gives me exactly what I'm looking for. Sorry. Uh, that's fine, sweetheart. I don't usually ask that of you. Yeah. Here I have specific reasons, which yeah. you can probably guess if you think about them hard yeah, enough. Yeah. Um, and Svetlana will actually take her take her action as soon as Corwin is done
1: yeah Uh,
0: yeah yeah,
1: she's really going to do this she can drop it so it doesn't hit Corwin potentially
0: no that's not what she's going to do uh, she runs over and throws herself on top of Orvin (laughs) trying to keep the sword from you yeah and it is your move alright
1: um now, all this weird stuff's been flooding through my head. Yeah. So I think... And, you know, Van's body lies bleeding on the ground behind me. So yep. I think at this point, Caelan is going to look round in a slightly bewildered manner and look at his hands, yep. trying to work out why they hurt so much.
0: Yeah. There's nothing wrong with them. You're wearing, like, light mail. I I think it's breastplate you're wearing, so you've probably got, like, leather gloves on kind of thing. But there's no blood on them. There's no real injuries. They still you can make them respond because you just yeah. force yourself but there's no there is no external source of injury on them whatsoever All right. Fun. and it is not what Corwin is casting on you because you can feel that negative energy racking through you it is something else it feels like it it feels like Give me a knowledge of religion check Or a survival check Whichever favours you better
1: It will definitely be the survival Um, uh, Sixteen
0: It feels like you're Ramming your hands into a thorn bush and A really prickly one
1: Alright Alright This isn't fun No this isn't right, something's not... No, no, I know, I know what I have to do. I have to survive. That's what I always have to do. And, um, only some of that was in Dane. The last part was in Orc. Nice. And, um, Kaelin will grab Svetlana... Yep. ...endeavor to grab Svetlana and hurl her against a wall out of
0: the way of his sword. So she's holding your sword. Oh, okay. She has gone over and basically grabbed at it and is trying to keep it from you. Okay. You can disarm her of it. Yeah, Caitlin's going to try and disarm her of the sword. Because you do not have improved disarm, she actually gets a whack at you with this. And I think in the desperation of combat, she wouldn't think about whether it's a good idea or not to lose Orphan Bane. Yeah. Uh, She swings at you, and with her non proficiency penalties with a great sword, that is an eleven. So she swings awkwardly with the great sword and just tinks off your armor. Yep. And... So you reach out. Uh, It's been a while since I used disarm checks. I know for damn sure you haven't gotten proof disarm. Uh, Yes, that's quite true. If Caelan had more than 13 intelligence and could have respected into it, I would have given it to him because when you go for this is my one weapon yeah, the yeah, the, that matters the, more to me the, than, but, and, yeah, than, yeah, yeah, than my but, brother's life. He,
1: he's not doing anything except trying to get Orvin Bay off her. It may not be the smartest tactical play on his current hitball well, in total, yeah, so but you she's got my damn sword.
0: <laughs> then you and she make opposed attack rolls with your weapons, which she gets the non-frequency penalty on again.
1: Okay. Uh, that was a 19. <laughs> did she beat me? Yes,
0: yes. I she rolled does. a
1: 2. I did everything I could.
0: <laughs> she wrestles Orphan Bane away from you as the two of you struggle back and forth and now you can use your second attack to do the exact same thing again. Yeah, and try and get Orphan Bane back. But that will be my... Alright. Yep, and this... what she's doing here is... Use... This is what she imagined she was going to do. She's using your attacks.
1: Um, Is she... um? Does does uh, Do I provoke again as I make my... Uh, you
0: would if she had multiple combat reflexes right, okay, but sweet. obviously she does not.
1: Cool. Right, so these are like my multiple attacks. Correct. I mean...
0: you, could, you could theoretically... There's nothing stopping you using your yep. four attacks to disarm... Um, you know, yeah, yeah I could. Bull put... rush, overrun, etc., yeah. etc. Sweet ass.
1: Okay, so um, yep. So this is the um, this is the base attack. So fifteen plus seventeen.
0: Yep. She gets a bonus to this because her weapon is big and difficult to take off, but she's not proficient with it. So yeah, even now. So um, thirty-two. Okay, and this time you just backhand her across yep. the face, kick her back into the pillar, and yank Orphan pain out of uh, her.
1: No, hands. no, I'm, I'm. This time I yank over and out of her hand. Caelan has yet to raise a hand against Svetlana. Yeah, fair enough. And he doesn't. He takes the
0: sword. The floor is entirely yours.
1: Yeah. He, he would shove her or throw her, but he yep. does not hit yeah. her. Yeah,
0: you've got to wrestle with her and sort of yeah. yank her yeah. hands
1: off. Her yeah. I, I, I would imagine he hurts her, yep. but he doesn't hit her. Fair enough. And then he um, will use his remaining two attacks to attack Corwin.
0: <laughs> yep. Come on, Corwin. Right.
1: Uh, oh, and Calum rolls 1. Do I have Fae Grace?
0: Can you make me well safe? Uh ten plus 17. 35. It, again your mind sort of says to you you, you shouldn't because you, you abandoned Marissa as an ally because she was weak and then, but that doesn't matter because battle is upon you and literally your mind tells you that you shouldn't and your muscles tell you something else and they take over. <laughs>
1: Okay. Um, That is a 26 to hit
0: Corwin Clang, it does not pierce his armor
1: Okay, and Come on, you little bugger uh, 27 to hit him on the last one No, that
0: does not hit his armor either Ah,
1: there we are, she used all my good attacks And Kaelin stands there uh, Holding on
0: to his damn
1: sword Which he has managed to get back But that is what he accomplishes this turn
0: Yep Svetlana has accomplished what she wanted to. She is not heavily bleeding or anything like that. Um, you've, you've merely, like, basically, you know, pushed her hands back. She yeah. is shaking her fingers in pain as she winces slightly. And she, it must be said, looks a little surprised that you haven't just flat out paled her through with, with Orphan Bane, which yeah. is about what she was expecting. I
1: don't make the cleave attempt on her.
0: oh you couldn't anyway because you, uh, you missed but yes, yes. I, I um that's yeah, point yes
1: um I'm not saying he wouldn't ever but I'm
0: I'm drawing a distinction between what he's doing here. she's now under Corwin so she would go after so Corwin looks up at you and little by little his eyes and his pupils go black he looks at you blood can't you feel it this is what happens if you go down this road you and I go to a place neither of us wants to go to but faith demands sacrifice and I'm prepared to do what my lady needs to set fate back where it's supposed to be even kill you if she wills it now even if I have to die to do it your time is up and his eyes go completely black as he endeavors to death touch you. Yep. This is not a spell. Orvin Man cannot counter it. It is Sweet. a supernatural ability. And
1: Carolyn is on a smaller amount of... He makes of a touch
0: attacks. attack against you, which uh, he will hit with copious trivial ease. Yep. And then rolls 15d6 against you. Yep. Cool. Uh, how many hit points are you on now that I've decided to do this? That, so that's yep. why I didn't want to know. Yeah, sorry. Um, 20. Okay. Thank you. Really fun yep. He exceeds 20 by the time he hits number 11 on his 15 D6. No save. You die.
1: Okay, I want to play this <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, yes,
0: by all means. The so Corwin right. reaches out and puts the hand on your chest as Fetlana is trying to pull Orvin Man away from you again and the black energy just goes through you for a moment. And you can feel your life force just go... Alright, and... um.
1: Kaelin staggers a bit, and um, what appears to be some kind of sheer orcish perversity keeps him on his feet, as um, you can see, you know, his face goes, his face is already kind of grey, because he's got a vaguely grey skin tone, but it goes sufficiently greyer and, you know, his heart beats, beats, stops. What? What? What happened? Oh. No. God's forgive us. No, this can't. No. And Caitlin will look round, look at Orvinbane. No. And with his last strength, hurl it viciously into a into a nearby pillar. Yep. And falls. One. his head rolls around a bit to, to look up, You,
0: He had spent a lot of kneel down next to you.
1: You did the right thing. Sorry, lad. It I had to be. So, that, that's tell, Britain tell voice. I'm sorry.
0: I know. They know, Cameron. They always knew. We always... Oh, yeah. And she holds your hand. Caelan
1: chokes a bit, and no more words come. His head slips. Yep.
0: Bravo, sweetheart. Well done. And on some level, you feel all of this stop because you die. Yeah. On another level, your hands still really hurt, and it's it, the pain is so great it's actually preventing you just walking over into the abyss and giving and, and ending your life. And in what you sort of see is, Kaelin is lying on the ground. He's looking up at Corran and Svetlanas. He says this: as he dies, his eyes begin to shut. You can no longer see anything, but what you feel is sharp, stabbing pain in your hands enough to keep you clinging alive even though you know you should be dead and then somewhere off in the distance, weirdly muffled and from a different direction to where you threw it, you hear a dangle, you you hear a sort of clunk noise of what sounds to you like a sword being thrown with considerable force at a stone wall, which is of course not what your um, castle walls are made of inside the throne room of Stagthorn and then in that instant you are back in the trial grounds in the room at the end of the trial grounds you Michaela is just behind you looking up at you with a slightly quizzical expression on her face you have basically uh, uh, she's putting stuff into the bag of loot that you're looting from Armag's tomb Niska's body is over there Armag's is over there and you're just standing by Amarg. um one hand out to, bending slightly down, one hand out to reach for his sword, which no longer seems to be on his body where you picked it up from. It's three metres away and smack smacked into the walls if somebody's thrown it in there. And as you look at your hands, which are still hurting like hell, you will see the armour of thorns that you possess as a knight of thorns. is basically your skin grows with thorns. It's what gives you your natural armour. And what occurs is all the stuff on your hands, all the thorns have turned inwards. They are stabbing into you providing you with blinding pain and the instant you realise this, this effect stops and they go and literally the sort of of spectral thorns growing out of your skin turn around, pop back out and your hands feel fine and you realise what that was. So, you've never been trained as a paladin or anything you've never really been trained as a knight of thorns these are the sort of roles that you get called to um but you know caleb knows a little of the mythology around them you cannot hold such abilities if you are not a bastion of what your god wants you to be in the case of a paladin you have to be lawful good and keep to the code a knight of thorns has a different code but you're i believe you're actually still obliged to be lawful good as a knight of thorns and um you're obliged to keep to aristotle's code and do this and that and the other thing if you don't you lose your prestige class and all your knight of thorns abilities but aristotle does not simply strike one down what usually happens is you get warnings in some form or another and you realize in that instance this is what that was picking up that sword taking orvin bane and using it could theoretically start you down a road that is going to lose you your knight of thorns, class features, and class levels. This is Aristotle's warning to you, to let you know where this road goes. (laughs) And Michaela, who apparently is, you know, from her point of view, nothing has obviously happened... Uh, she looks up at you, sees like your face is in pain and despair and all the rest of it, and she immediately drops the treasure she's going to, comes to her feet, runs over and grabs you, sort glances over at. Yeah, C-
1: Caitlin may have worked this out on some level, yeah. but he's still seriously processing and,
0: you know, freaking out a little. Glances bit. over at Auburn Bay and sees your eyes are distant and far, sort of snaps her fingers times Caitlin? Caitlin, are you alright? Kaelin? are you hurt? Oh she turned it spit off. Kaelin, Kaylin, are you alright? Are you hurt?
1: Uh oh yeah that really bloody hurt. Uh not as much as the dying though, that was that was bad. I, I no, I don't I don't think I am all right.
0: She sort of looks over at the sword. It hurt to to touch it? She doesn't take it off off I I
1: think um I think old Deadeye's is trying to tell me something. He probably senses he has to be fairly straightforward to get through my thick skull. I think the message there was don't pick up the bloody sword. I just... I... I just, um... I just saw Corwin murder
0: me. What? She glances round as if she's looking... I would... I'd never allow that. Uh,
1: it's, um, I think he did it when you were out, but, uh, it was... It was somebody needed to. I... It's
0: alright. Come, sit over here. Tell me what happened. And she will h- sort of hold your hands, which now feel pretty good again. Yeah, uh, I...
1: would I think I killed Tristram... And Kaelin will unfold the um,
0: the last five years. Yeah. Yeah, which, when you say it out loud, has this really, really dreamlike quality to it. You know, you know you kind of conquered Grolton and Mivon, but it was such a non-event that that's all you know about it? It's just a yeah. thing that happened? I, you don't really even remember killing Rassaline or anything? You just kind of took over two kingdoms? And yeah, no
1: it, it was... It didn't make a lot of sense now as I look back on it. I mean, if I'm going to challenge Uriveti to personal combat, that's the that's the sort of thing I'd remember, but... I was so bloody strong. I cut him down like wheat. It, it
0: Michaela looks over and... Uh, I believe that you're now wrestling with the choice. Orvin Man offers you power. Great power, potentially. You could take it and be strong. Aristotle, it would seem, wants to steer you on a different road. But the choice is always yours.
1: Nay, it's it's no choice. I just I mean if I don't take up the thing, how are the blazers are we going to get it out of
0: here? I wouldn't be too concerned that simply touching it was enough to do this.
1: Would, I, I touched it last time. it Kaelin looks decidedly... It, it, it didn't go well. Kaelin looks
0: decidedly spooked. But I don't want you to pick up the thing. It's evil. Were you thinking about anything else? Keeping it? Wielding it?
1: Well... Maybe a little. It's it's an awfully powerful greatsword and I I, I I suppose maybe I was wondering if after we had Galen glances around in the room that they're in yeah. has it Done that thing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Zorik is in fact um, basically what's happened here is you've gone off and done the looting. Yeah. And Zorik is still standing where he was, just kind of yeah. watching this. And and if he's perceived anything to be amiss, he does nothing about it. Yeah,
1: but um, Kaelin, um r- r- doesn't r- use phrases like destroyed orphan vein right here in this hall. Yeah. It, uh, I I was thinking maybe I could I could g- keep the sword. Yeah, I might have
0: been thinking about wielding it. Then you've received a warning. A sharp and painful one from the sounds of it, but... I, I didn't know the not thing could do that. How I don't think there's anything preventing I've been led to understand the gods show their ple- displeasure and their displeasure or their warnings in different ways. If you were a follower of Sarurai you might find yourself in shadow. If you were a, a follower of Desna, you might find that the road ahead of you becomes hard, rocky, and unpleasant. Things of that nature. My own my own goddess is really uh, so direct with her warning, she prefers us to find her own way. Still, it would seem thinks a direct course. <laughs> Thorns uh, to the hand, she shakes her head slightly.
1: Well, you've got to calibrate, I. I mean, he's um, it, not dealing with someone as clever as you are. But it he's a, got. He's got to make allowances.
0: It is a warning only. If. Orphanbane was so cursed that simply picking it up would bind you to its will. Then there would be little Eris still could do. He cannot interfere directly. He is merely warning you of choices you may make to walk away from his path.
1: All right. Okay. So you reckon I can? I can pick it up.
0: Well, there's no point in not being cautious. I'd wrap it first, but. Aye. I can, I imagine such things probably make very little difference to an artifact of its power but we should take every precaution we can
1: all right well let's 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 wrap it up and get out of here then yep.
0: this time when you wrap it up and pick it up you don't feel anything it's a sword
1: Kalen will rather than put it in his in his great sword chief will actually wrap it and put it in his backpack yep he does not want to wield it yep. at all yep. And I I I want to talk to Michaela more, but I want to get out yeah, of yeah, it
0: directly in front of uh, okay. Mister Watchful Ancient Guardian of Gore. Uh,
1: at this point,
0: I want to leave. Can I have the Kingmaker? Yeah. Certainly can. Okay, uh, there is one more thing here. Yep. Um, which is, you can feel a very faint presence in the back of your mind um, of someone whispering your name, Kaylin, Kaylin. Uh, Nerissa um, it's far away as if she can't reach you here you don't think you're actually going to be able to have a conversation because this is the Tomb of Goron yeah. um, but I, I'm sure you don't remember this as a player but Caelan doubtlessly would uh, she offered I do to I take, do, I do remember she offered to take Goody Niska off your hands so That's that you why I worry was about you t- getting resurrected again. that's
1: why I was planning to take Niska's
0: body with me when we leave right so you're already on to that yeah. yep all good Yep. Just, just ensuring you remember that's a thing. Yep. Um, and Zarek says exactly the same thing he said to you the last time. The chamber, the chamber is open to you. The, the trial grounds are open to you. Go where you will. And you walk out of this room and the corridors are all blank. No fog, no things. Uh, when you walk out past the skeletons that were there by the golem... They're all saluting blades on heart. The golem itself is saluting blades on heart as well. Kaelin still looks pretty shaken and, frankly, pretty grey about the place. But he salutes them on the way out with his with his great sword. When you go, um, his great sword, yep. not any other great sword. Yeah. When you go back out down through the test of might again, none of the, the traps are all basically. Some of the uh, pedestals and that are still there, but they do nothing. You just walk straight past them. You walk back out to the entrance, and Zarek is standing there again, ahead of you, as if he's moved by magic in front yeah. of you. Um, and he looks at you, taps his spear again. Orvinbane is yours by right of conquest, Kalen Thorn, King of Stagthorn. You. Do you wish to take it from the? Do you wish to take it from the trial grounds? I do. Then my ancient guardianship is at an end leave this place go not in peace but go in strength taps the spear again and this time he will drop the spear fully and put his hand out to you and big manly forearm hand clasp and as you do that he literally begins to crumple into dust and an unseen wind blows through the tomb and a moment later you are shaking no one's hand as Zarek, his armour and his spear just go into dust, and the tomb begins to make a slow, dramatic rumbling.
1: Oh, that's... I remember that sound. I remember sound that sound from where we got campkeeper. Let's depart in haste.
0: Yes, I believe we've just told that we have no further use for it. Uh, the trial grounds do not collapse with any speed of any kind. There's just that low rumbling. You step out, yep. um, and you are standing on the the edge of... You're standing on the edge of the cliff face, and in fact, what you see as you step out is that the entire cliff has collapsed in some sort of avalanche, so instead of walking out and you're standing on thin air or walking out and grabbing the ropes you had previously or what have you, you in fact didn't set ropes up, I believe. No, uh,
1: I think we did.
0: Irrelevant, in any case. The cliff has literally collapsed in an avalanche-like fashion, and you are standing on top of this hillock of rocks yeah. with nothing but a gentle walk going down. The runes are gone, buried in this rubble. The trial grounds, the air, if the area you were in was physically inside that cliff, it's now collapsed all over the ground. This must have been a reasonably large earthquake and avalanche, but not earth-shattering. It's only the one cliff. And the beautiful sounds of the Fort Dreliv's forests go off around you. You're here alone in complete peace. And Kel, you know we've got Niska's corpse, so Kaylin yep. will drop
1: it unceremoniously somewhere and then move <laughs> off like away. Roll, roll, roll yeah. Down yeah. The hill it goes. yeah, and then move off away from it and sit down for a minute. Kayla seeing
0: you need the help will sort of take you down the hill and sit you down on a little boulder at the end.
1: Bloody hellfire. You'd think um you'd think fighting Niska and um bringing a mug on on one day would be enough enough for a man to deal with. Not to mention the trial grounds. Bloody hell I'm hard on ancient ruins, aren't I? It's no wonder the Order of Silver Twilight have got a bit of a grudge. Seems we never go into the, one of these
0: places, you and I, but we leave it in ruins. I'm sure they'll be upset about this one, too. But in all fairness, we didn't destroy this. Gorham did when it no longer served a purpose. If they want to argue, they can go and argue with the God of War.
1: Aye.
0: Doesn't seem like a very good idea. That uh, uh, uh,
1: I bloody hope I never run across that herald on an actual battlefield.
0: Oh... As I said, the first blade is only supposed to come when there, is insuffici- when there is insufficient violence. I don't think you'll ever have that problem. Hope not.
1: I don't want to fight him again. Oh, they... I... I didn't want to say it in there,
0: but... Um, Wisely. I uh, understand what you mean.
1: But I want... I, I want this thing destroyed. Now isn't soon enough. I, I, I'm not going to wield it. I'm not going to touch it. I'm not going to look at it sideways. And if it... Whatever power it offers, I'm not trading it my brother's.
0: That is a very hard position to argue with. And I'm sure there are alternatives. There are, I'm sure there are options between becoming a champion of war and simply destroying the blade. And I'm sure if the Church of Gorham becomes aware that we have it, they will... Uh, want such a they want such an artifact to either be used or kept by them one of the two. Well,
1: then they should have come down here and gotten it out of the damn tomb in their own cells. It's mine by right of conquest and I ain't giving it up, but I ain't using it either. No. We'll talk it over with Corwin and um, it's not a thing to ask someone to do lightly. And um Cail says this without any explanation, but no one except Corwin no one except Corwin. and Corwin and Tristan, then Caelan at this stage knows no. what their plan plan was for it, yep. and Tristram obviously knows that it's a per- big perilous mission because he found uh, out about it.
0: Michaela has kind of surmised that you have a plan, because yes. she's very sharp about that sort of thing, yeah, yeah. but that her sense motive will not tell her what it is.
1: Yeah. Oh, but I, I just, I I need a minute. Of course. Um, Take um, your
0: time. I think... She looks at the rubble behind you. I think we're done here for now.
1: Aye, I th- I think our work here is pretty much done. And, um, Kaelin will, you know, stagger off to a bit that isn't obviously collapsed. Yep. And, um, take off, um, not really take off his armour because, th- but. Throw off his backpack and just kind of lie down on the grass.
0: Yeah, yeah. Take a few deep, cool pools of water or whatever else you've got on you, splash some on your face. Yeah. Lie on the ground. Yeah. And then, um, after he's been lying there for probably
1: about half an hour, he will um, grasp the ambulance of aerostyle that he always wears. (sighs) Yeah. It was a bloody brutal warning. But I take it as a kindness, thank you. I. I don't know. I don't know if it's all or nothing, but I won't be chancing it. I don't want any part of it. You have my word. And then he will lie there some more. And indeed, a couple of hours pass before Kaelin really does much of anything. Yep. (laughs) And then he will stagger up.
0: Yeah, and Michaela, who can pretty effortlessly recognise that this is what you need just kind of potters quietly in the background, you know, sets up a little fire, cooks some food, passes it to you without saying a word, and just leaves you to mull in silence.
1: And then, after a couple of hours pass, Kaelin, looking considerably less crazy, <laughs> oh, picks himself up. Right. Just like Candlemere, only worse. It was just a bad dream.
0: Ah, uh, I see. My deepest sympathies
1: it's just it's not something it's
0: not something it passed in the blink of an eye for me one moment you picked up Orban Bane the next you threw it away as if it were foul and distasteful to you and held your hands in pain it's
1: I don't want to I don't want to speak of it over much but I want Till we do destroy the thing, I want you to keep a bit of an eye out. If I start acting funny, don't tax me with it. Talk to Corwin and Tristram. And whatever you do, don't let Tristram come talk to me in private about any magical effects he thinks the sword might have and, you know, have a private conversation about how he thinks it might be taking me over with no witnesses.
0: She gives you a long, searching look at this. She says, I understand these instructions. <laughs> Alright. Kaylin would doubtlessly miss this, but notably she doesn't tell you that she'd actually do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because Michaela still stayed on your side, even in the yeah. evil apocalyptic future.
1: Yeah, well, Kaylin's going to have the same conversation with Tristra, but soon as he gets the chat. In the meantime, now, I've got the business to be attending to, and Kaylin will look over at Niski's body and dig out his other amulet.
0: Yep. And stepping across the glade as if she's just walked out from behind a tree comes Nerissa looking beautiful and nymph-like as ever. And she steps across to you um, and gives you a very odd sort of fae-like bow that's a half curtsy, half bow, half kneel. And yes, that's three halves yeah. because fae. Yeah. And um, Kalen Peacebringer you have survived the trial grounds I felt you I saw what you saw only very distantly as if looking through dark and murky waters it is a place not meant, it is a place where, some, where another holds domain, one of the new gods
1: aye we made it out in one piece and I wanted to speak to you of an offer you made me. And Caelan will look over at Nuska's body.
0: Yes. You fear that the Church of Garona will bring her back again in some fashion. It seems like the sort of thing they'd do. I, i,
1: I think I if I succeed in if I succeed in my a plan, I will destroy Orvenbane and prevent the Church from bringing back our marg, But. I don't doubt they have other
0: plans. I can take her, keep her body safe. Garona has no place whatsoever in my realm. And if you wish it, uh, if you wish it, I will bury her, or I'll bury her in some fashion, with some ceremony appropriate to my kind. I do not hate her. I have no hate left in me. Well,
1: I do hate her, but I don't want to let that consume me the way her hate of men generally, not just me, consumed her. She was long gone before I ever got there. Is there a price for this?
0: No more than an exchange between allies. A favour, uh, no, no more than what has already passed between us. A simple favour for an ally. I will take her, with if you give me the permission, and carry her across to my realm. There, in the fable, she will perhaps find some measure of peace. As much as is possible.
1: Let me attend to one thing, and then I would be very grateful, lady. You have my thanks. And Caelan will look over Niska. He is looking here for a proof of death. Yep. Because I want to, at some point, go- have a conversation with the tar- Targalor Barbarians, which goes along the lines of, you guys have no idea yep. you know, how, how screwed you are. Yeah. And, um... For that, I need some evidence that I have defeated Niska. Yeah. But I don't want to take a symbol of Girona because I'm confident that that thing is evil. And I don't. And
0: you've been told they watch you.
1: Yeah. And I don't want to take a body part because. So I'm looking for, you know.
0: I I understand what you're looking for. That might be a tall order. That's fair enough if it is. Let me just. um, go look at her and see if she's got anything overly distinctive on her so yeah she has like a dagger and armor and her hag shambling that but none of it because you've literally looked at what the other black sisters had, none of it is overly distinctive it's slightly different in that it's built for a different, slightly different body type yeah, no. But no, there really isn't anything that's on her other than... The the best thing you would have is her symbol of Gyrona is different to the others. The eye is larger and more heavily carved. Um, her weapons and armor are functionally the same, as is her cloak and her hag shamble and all that sort of thing. Like, her head or her fingers or something it might yeah. be obvious, but has the downside of... Yeah, on yeah. the other hand, if you've got her head, then... Um, you know, no one's raising her off it, but um...
1: it, it, it kind of invalidates. No, no, I will. Um, at that point, I will leave it be. What I'm going to do is, I'm going to take not just her dagger, yeah. but all the daggers from
0: the Black Sisters. Yeah, makes because
1: because that means I have killed five black. I have the weapons of five Black Sisters of Gaerona, and there were only five that. Went yeah, because you actually
0: found the other dead ones, so yeah. you have got them all.
1: Yeah, so I have five Black Sister daggers. I'll just note down here for now. And then, um. And, um, Kaelin will look over at, um. at uh, Malgris I do hate you for what you've done. All the people you've killed, Oleg. All the damage that you've done. But. I want to grow past that. And build my community in peace safe from the damage you've done so I will wish you all the peace that you can find
0: but I'm not giving you the chance to come back again we're done you and I we're done Michaela nods at what you're saying but remains quite silent she's not necessarily prepared to let go of her yeah um and Narissa looks to you, sort of. Kneels and
1: will give her a very formal bow, yep. Which is much, which is a full, a full noble bow that he yep. doesn't use very often. but he does know
0: how to do. Yep. And she leans down, picks up Niska's body with ease. Yep. Just under one arm, without blinking. And this time, she actually gestures, opens a hand out, and you see the flickering window into. Um, You've been inside her bed chamber. You haven't been inside her house proper. What you see here looks like an enormous house. It, it looks like the world's most gigantic treehouse. Like it's a manor house that's been set up as a treehouse in this preposterously enormous tree with various ladders and stairs and this and that and the other thing leading up to it. And she flicks a hand out towards this, steps through, and... As she does so, she whispers something to Niska's body and Sylvan, and you can make a listen check. You can understand this, but only if you hear it. Uh, and tweaky. Taylor can't understand it. There's no point in her rolling. Um, what you hear here is, "Begone, hag! You have no more. You have no more place in my realm, and we all know it." And as she steps through the portal, there is a shattering noise as the holy sim- unholy symbol of Gyrona on Niska literally just shatters into a bunch of chunks of crystal and they stay behind. Sweet. All the rest of her gear goes through, that stays behind, and now just looks like a bunch of broken chunks of crystalline rock. Excellent. <laughs> and Larissa will turn to you and waves again and the portal closes behind her.
1: Okay, Caelan's going to go over and look at the broken hag shamble. Does yep. it still look like it's got some distinctive bits in it, like somebody could recognise? Because that would be a hell of a thing to tackle along.
0: What's that, sorry? The
1: the the shattered remnants of the shamble.
0: Yeah, I mean, you could, like, pick. they're, they're literally chunks of rock, you could pick yep. them up and put them back together again. Yep. You know, a bit of glue and you'd have a crude facsimile, although it it, feel, it looks and feels very dead and cold now.
1: Yeah, I, I don't want to put it back together, I just want to gather up the pieces in a yep. little sack. Because yep. that's a very appropriate... In fact, Caitlin is going to make a sack, which contains five black sister daggers and a hag and the
0: bits of a hag shampoo. Oh, uh, one more thing, just before Narissa disappears. Yeah. <laughs> the yep. portal is still open. She turns back to you and she says, Be cautious, Caitlin Peacebringer. I can prevent her from I can prevent her from returning again But I cannot change any mischief she has already wrought of your, in your kingdom And she spoke of surprises being left behind
1: It slipped my mind entirely after the rest Thank you, lady I owe you again
0: Shoot the portal shuts
1: I've, I've forgo- Bloody hell, I'd forgotten Um, Michaela You know that word of recall thingy?
0: I remember. But whatever long baited traps Niska has set are likely already, um, are likely to fester for some time. And that's assuming that there's anything even there. She could have been lying, simply to send us on a witch hunt and spread discord.
1: Aye, but the thing about it is, they do lie, of course, and, and write often, but when she's made a threat to me, she's followed through every time.
0: Right. Let us get back. To, let us get back to to the castle as fast as we can. Aye. And she will start invoking this. Yep. And at that point, we probably want to cut away. Yes,
1: but that. So that's that's what happens. Several hours pass post, yep. post, post trial grounds, and then Calan teleports back in. So that gives us the end point for you know however ba- however far back in time we're going three hours after Kalen defeats Nisker is when he's coming back
0: okay and then we cut back to probably more like five hours really by the time we've done everything back to um is it Castle Thorn is it anything in particular Uh, no
1: Castle uh, Castle Thorn is totally what it is
0: Castle Thorn Elk's Rest yes several hours ago yes um and the camera zooms in over the castle and there's a lot of people running around like headless chickens to and froing it looks like something is going on here and um, entirely sure how to transition this so at this point I think I will info dump to the player yeah uh, so at this stage we are cutting across to see what is happening with Back in Castle Stagthorn. Yeah,
1: I think what we need is something like the last five years of the last few yeah. hours. And
0: what we see is Van Thorn um, marching through. And in fact, what we see is Van Thorn marching through the castle, speaking to one of the guards. And in fact, we see Van marching through the castle with one of the gu- with a couple of guards bustling behind him, and he moves to the doorway of what Kaylin. The player would recognize to be sort of the east wing... Or the south wing of the build, of the castle. And Vaughn turns... All right. Since nobody else can handle this task... I will do it. Clear all the guards out... Clear, clear all the guards out of here. Away from Lady Svetlana. The south wing is to be sealed... Until the situation is resolved. One way or the other. And he turns and bang! Slams the door shut on the guard. And then you as and as he walks down the corridor the camera zooms inside his eyes and now you're playing Van Thorne with his inventory and everything else yes um so I will give you what is happening here um I actually have some uh Van and his prison backstory that's awesome as well as his character sheet yeah for you, so right?
1: so I do not want to read those things but you're welcome to continue
0: narrating to me first um so I can give this to you just as I've written it, or I can give you a um, more broader overview of what's happening. Um, I'm fine with the broader overview, but I would also like to read the written version. Yeah. Um,
1: which I can do quite quickly.
0: Okay, so what I'll do is actually I will explain this to you, and then I will read it out, um, because the explanation will probably make the most sense to you. Yep, sounds good. Okay, so Van has come to Elk's Rest literally just to fulfill his duties as viceroy. He yeah. comes in periodically to report on what's happening. Is associated with yeah. any number of people have meetings blah blah blah. Yeah. He lives in Varnhold, but he he spends easily a week here every month doing his job. Yeah, yeah. This is just one of those times purely by coincidence. Yeah. Uh when he comes in, he discovers that the castle is in chaos. Uh Svetlana and Tobias obviously have been muttering this um Weird rhyme. This weird rhyme more and more, and losing more and more of themselves to it. Shortly after, he discovers very rapidly. Shortly after, Kaelin left the castle. Both of them fell unconscious and went to sleep. They continued to talk in their sleep. Uh, they were taken to their rooms, and guards put out put out by Svetlana's room to keep her safe from anything happening. And it must be said, guards inside her room to keep a watch on anything happening to her internally. yep yeah. Um, and that was fine you know a a while went on and then about the sort of time that Kaelin was entering the trial ground something really weird happened which was one of the guards freaked out and stabbed the other one not quite to death but quite brutally over the matter of four gold to the ozum for a couple of nights beers ago Um, And the two of them got into this massive fight that he ended with one of them stabbed. Now, obviously, Captain of the Castle Guards swept in, immediately hauled them both out of here, put new guards in. And then the second one accused the first one of sleeping with his wife. Yeah. And they started another violent fight. Yeah. At this point, Akaros was called in. Yeah. He walked in, told them both they were idiots, and started punching them out and swearing that he'd never have soldiers this week under his command and this sort of thing. Yeah. It's broken down into chaos, and Svetlana continues to chant louder and louder and louder to the point where she is almost shouting. Uh, Vaughn does not need to be a scholar to see there is something obviously going on here. All the people around her are falling into discord. Whenever there's more than one person watching her, they start fighting each other. Yeah. And so he has decided that since the guards can't be trusted to keep themselves alert, the duty has fallen to him. Uh, when he inquires as to where the hell everyone else in the castle is, Tristan is out in the in the libraries and bookstores and things. He could send the guards to hunt him up, but he doesn't necessarily want to. Uh, and Corwin of all things, has taken Bryn and his two nephews fishing. Uh, saying that it's taken him forever to talk Bryn into coming fishing with him, and if now's the time it's meant to be, then that's what destiny will have. <laughs> so they're, they're, like, out on the lake, in Lakeview somewhere.
1: Right, so significant. They're out of Elstress Yeah, they, they are
0: several hours away, mit- notification minimum. Yeah. And anyone who could cast Sending Scrolls' Spells is actually on that boat. Yeah. So for the moment, Vaan has assumed control. He has sealed the entire south wing and emptied it out. Yeah. And he is in Spetlana's room. Yeah. Um, watching over her and Tobias... She is shouting and, and twisting, and where we can, in is he's watching her quietly, and then the room catches fire. Ah, uh, yep. And now you can have Van's character sheet if you like. His yes. background is character sheet. Very nice. I've given him a couple of aspects up the top, and then the rest should be pretty self-explanatory. Yep. Voice of the Editor here. And at this point, for you, our listeners, I'll give you what the player was reading. This is the character sheet of Van Thorn, Eldori swordmaster. He has a couple of aspects listed to give him some personality and character. The image of my father, grief must wait upon duty, unbending blade of House Thorn, and I will do what I must. His backstory here reads, As viceroy of the Norman Heights and a royal counsellor of Stagthorn, your duty is to do what's best for your combined kingdoms. You've sacrificed too much to fail now. Over time, you've come to accept Kale and his family, and are grateful for his kinship and kingship both. More personal revelations have left you uneasy. Your new brother Triss fallen into Fey hands when you failed to protect him. Your old brother, Tristan, more Fey than man. And the loss of old friend Maester Pagerod, and a woman you'd come to deeply respect, your wife Jumandi. Korn has taken Bryn and your nephew's fishing. In her absence, you're in charge of the chaos that's erupted in the castle. The guards watching over Lady Svetlana stabbing each other, General Akaros punching at his own men, and Svetlana's chanting growing ever louder. You don't have to be the scholar Tristan is to see something is afoot here. You've ordered the south wing seal to contain the situation, and since the guards cannot be trusted to keep themselves alert, the duty falls to you. You pray to Aurora to give Svetlana strength. She alone has understood what it's like to lose the people closest to you, when you've spoken to each other of grief in the deep lonely hours before dawn breaks. A remarkable woman, to have come from nothing as an orphan and arisen, to have used her natural beauty not to manipulate her way ahead, but to remain faithful as a wife to Oleg, to have worked and toiled to make the most of her every opportunity as they came to her. She is a rare flower who has bloomed despite the adversity she has grown in. If you had not been born the son of a lord, tutored in duty and honour and swordplay from birth, could you have accomplished so much? You admire her strength greatly. If your brother wasn't... Having the guards hunt up Magister Tristan from whatever book stories, it is is a matter for consideration. Even you have to admit his knowledge is impressive. But if Svetlana becomes a threat to the kingdom, Magister Tristan cannot put aside his personal feelings and do what must be done. If it comes to that, you will do what you must. You stand over her and Tobias in prayer as she shouts and twists. Flames lick out from her across the room, but you will not let go of her yet. And then the player receives a second sheet, which is Varn's stats. Varn is at this stage a Rogue 3, Fighter 4, Duelist 2 for a ninth level character. He is focused around combat expertise and improved feint to up his AC, make flat-footed attacks against the other person, sneak attack them... And as a duelist, he gets some basic additional stuff that gives him bonus initiative, bonus shields, uh, bonus AC, a little extra damage, that sort of thing. As it's a pre-generated character that I'm asking the player to run on very little notice, I've deliberately made him as mechanic, relatively mechanically simple as possible, as you can do for a ninth level character. And now that your ears know what the player's eyes see at the table, let's move on with our podcast. Okay,
1: um, that's awesome. I really enjoyed reading that. I don't know if you want to like. Do you want to read it out now, or do you want to possibly narrate it for the I podcast can, later? I can read it
0: out if you want to hear it again aloud. I can edit it back in later.
1: Oh, I forget editing back in later is probably better. Um, okay, so um, well, he's got an axiomatic, um He's got an axiomatic dueling sword. Yes,
0: yes, he does. And he's
1: got a lawful-aligned sword.
0: Yes. And Kaylin knows this too. Yeah. Uh, to step back to what's happening with Kaylin for a moment,
1: I took da- I took damage because I've got real really lawful good. Because evil. of course
0: you're now chaotic. You, Kaylin, twice born, is chaotic evil. Yeah. What else would he be? Yeah. Um, but just to clarify points from from that for the yeah. amusement of the player more than anything else. Yeah. The stats that Corwin, Svetlana, and Varn are using are extrapolations of what Kaylin knows about them. Ah, right. Because it like, it didn't really happen, of course. It was obviously yeah, it's yeah. a dream sequence. So Corwin has gotten stronger because ultimately Kaylin expects him to become stronger. Yeah. You know, And Varn is exactly what Kaylin remembers. Kaylin knows that the Blade of House Thorn is a, is an axiomatic plus one Eldori dueling sword, so that's what Varn had. You don't really know what spells Svetlana can cast successfully because she doesn't necessarily have that greater control over it. So she just had what Caelan thinks are the sort of spells that she might possess. (laughs) And so on and so forth. And Corwin, of course, at this stage can't cast harm because he can't do six little spells at all. But when he gets them, by... Oh, he can, actually. He's got of call instead. But by God, he'd start taking multiple harms because harm is too fucking awesome.
1: Yes, that was exactly how I expected them to fight. Okay, um... I believe I've got a rough yeah. understanding so, of what I'm looking at here.
0: Uh, mechanically, I've, I've made Van relatively simple for you. He's a rogue fighter duelist. Yeah. Relatively simple. Uh, most of his bonuses from his various Eldori sword monkey stuff are pretty inherent. He gets bonus initiative, he gets bonus shield abilities, yep. that sort of thing. He's got combat expertise and improved feint are his main tricks. You know, sneak attack and some rogy stuff. But I don't think there's anything in there that's overcomplicated.
1: No, I'm... Okay, so Van is in the room...
0: Okay, so praying, for, praying
1: for sweat, la, praying for Sweet Lana, and meditating, and yep. still, you know, totally on the alert because he's he yep. can do more than one thing. He's a badass and, and Ory or, or, or meditator can do more than one thing at once. What
0: you've been watching for a couple of hours here yeah. is she's been taken out of her rooms into one of the very opulent. Um, this is literally a visiting visiting dignitary or queen's chamber. So she's in this huge four-poster bed. Another single bed has been brought in, and Tobias has just laid to the side of her in his own bed. And both of them are lying there, tossing their heads in a way you'd describe as very feverish. you know. And Svetlana particularly feels like she is burning up when you go over to check on her several times. And she has often been so named the salt was crafted by the eye the lot. Rah, 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 where her wife feels to burn... And this is getting louder and louder, and she is now actually shouting, completely still asleep as far as you can tell, To wither wives, your fields to burn! And as she says the last, your fields to burn! Fire bursts out from her, Vaughn jumps back and it licks around the room, and the room doesn't catch fire normally, it's more a wall of flame goes out from her and seems to seal the room in momentarily and then Svetlana opens her eyes and stops chanting and Vaughn, of course has no way of knowing this but this is about exactly the time because we cut away momentarily to Kaelin cutting Niska down as she dies as she stabs her and runs her through and she dies on the floor Svetlana wakes up
1: yeah
0: yeah I think I see where this is going at that exact moment and she sits bolt upright like she's been shocked with lightning in beard, <laughs> Tobias stops chanting, but stays asleep. She looks around. I, where am I? What is... Oh, oh, my head. Van, what is...
1: Are you... are, are, you, are, are you... are you all right? I...
0: She hacks and projectile vomits across the room but it is not vomit, it is this string of sticky black tar-like substance it pours out of her mouth but it also pours out of her fingers and out of her hair, seeming to flow from nowhere, this gigantic puddle of it oozing all around the room and centering over, sort of 20 feet away from the bed in this, vaguely, in this puddle that is coming up into a vaguely human-shaped mass. As it does, it literally bleaches all the colour out of her hair as tar flows out of it. Her hair, starting from the top and going down, goes from lovely blonde to stark dead white as all the colour flows out of it and across the floor. And the room... Where the fire is looking round at it, the tar sort of spreads around and begins to put out the flame. The doors seem to be sealing sticky shut with the stuff. And then this humanoid figure comes up out of it. And it is definitely not a shapeless form. It is the shape of a woman. And a woman that Van has only probably met in the vaguest of passings, but he quite certainly recognised.
1: She came to his wedding.
0: Oh yeah, she did too, yeah. So Vaughn would know her and and would recognise her. It is this dripping black tar-like form that looks like Goody Niska, completely coated in vile tar and everything else. And she looks up across the room at the two of you and Hello, my dears. Left you a little surprise. And at that point, we are going towards another combat. But at this point, it's ten o'clock, so I don't know whether you want to do this or leave it for the next session.
1: I I think that sounds really cool, but I and you know it's it's not quite ten yet, but I doubt we're going to get through the Nisqatar monster versus Varn and possibly Threladder in one round. Yeah, I so. imagine
0: this will probably be another hour's play. So. Uh, yeah,
1: so um, so yes, at this point. Um, Vaughn's sword flickers out, is out and towards the thing. And, um... Uh. You are a clear opponent of this kingdom. I will do my duty. Uh, Von
0: Thorne. I was hoping to be alone with her, but and the tar thing sort of strokes its chin speculatively, and as it does, like, tar comes off and drips off its fingers. But perhaps there's a further opportunity here. (laughs)
1: Dun-dun-dun!